financial problems, elder law, tax problems, business matters, divorce, personal injury, bankruptcy, your life, your reality. Life is complicated. There is the law and there is reality. Welcome to Law and Reality, sponsored by Thav Gross. Now here's your host, Ken Gross. Welcome to this segment of Law and Reality. Today's topic is you don't want an E when it comes to your estate planning grade. Brian Small. Good morning, Ken. I think an A is the only acceptable grade. Well, other grades pass, may have but B, an A is the a B, only acceptable. B plus, grade. I would say, is acceptable in my mind. But a C, D, and an E, and an F is not. But you have your opinion. We you beg to A's. differ, so that's fine. Jeff Linden. Good morning, Ken. I'm going for the new uh, structured grading with the AP exam. So we're going for a 4.5 and A++ estate plan today, I think. You're much younger than I am. <laughs> I go for pass-fail because that's how I get through college. So that's perfect. <laughs> so that's C, C, C plus one point. That's a, that's a, a pass. That's a, D, a D is a pass. Yeah. Depends on the school. Okay. We don't want any Ds on the estate planning. But let's. here's what I want to do is I'm going to throw out the exam questions and then we'll analyze. Them. So we're going to get right to the heart right off the bat. Okay, exam question number one. As between husband and wife, do you think through the issue of what happens if my spouse dies, or if I die, and my spouse changes their mind as to what happens with the estate plan? Now let me. You let can't me, change your mind about the fact that you're dead. So true. Well, 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 let me put that. this in context because the the question. <laughs> Doctor Frankenstein, really, <laughs> what are you talking about? It's not the greatest frame question. The typical <clears throat> estate plan that we see between a married couple with children: husband leaves everything to wife, wife leaves everything to husband. If they're both gone, then it goes to the children in equal shares, and sometimes it goes to them at certain ages, sometimes it's outright, and so forth. But the big thing is, husband to wife, wife to husband. So here's the scenario. I pass away. I, we, I'm married, I have two children. I pass away, I leave everything to my wife. Under the contemplation that I want her to have that money to live off of and manage as she chooses for the rest of her life, and when she passes away, my assumption is she's going to leave it to our kids. I'm comfortable with that. But what happens if I pass away, I leave everything to my spouse, and she then falls in love with the yoga instructor, and he talks her into giving her all of the assets, and then she dies, leaving the kids nothing, and the yoga instructor walks off with all the money. That's got to happen all the time. I bet it, it, it does. happens but, but way I, too often. You know what, I'll tell you, let me just change it to a, a, also to add one other set of facts. The husband passes away. The wife has an estranged relationship with the children. She's not there when he passes away, but the relationship goes sour after he's right. dead. Now she decides instead of leaving the money to the children, she doesn't remarry the yoga instructor. She just leaves the money to the Dog and Cat Foundation of America. 
I do an awful lot of estate plans where that happens because the husband's already dead and she doesn't like the kid anymore. And to be fair to the wife, you also have the wife's predeceases and the husband goes off and marries the dancer. So just to, just to level the playing. What happened yeah, to the tennis pro? The, <laughs> I put the tennis pro on hold for a while based on my background. But, the, you know, there is a way to protect the money and make sure it goes where you want it to go and still let the, the surviving spouse have access to those funds during their lifetime. So you leave it in trust. Absolutely. So here's my point. I'm not saying it's wrong to have the estate plan where husband leaves it all to wife and puts wife in control of making the decision does it go to the children or the opposite. Most times that's the case. What's wrong is when you have the estate planning meeting with the client not to discuss it so that the clients can make a decision on it. And what's interesting about it is in the old days of estate planning, when the tax level of a taxable estate was much lower, that problem didn't come up because tax planning always created what we called AB trusts. Right. And you'd always leave the bulk of the estate in trust for the wife, but it didn't give the wife the right to take the whole principle out and give it away to somebody else. She could use the money, she could take up to 5% of the principal balance each year, and that what was left went to the children. But now that the estate tax ceiling's at $11 million per estate, you don't have to worry about tax planning, so most plans leave it outright. The key is, you shouldn't sign your estate plan without knowing that's the issue. You that's know, the, number that, one. That AB trust also concept is also very common in now in second marriages right. where they, they each are yeah, coming in with, with their own money the right. and and so husband wants to still make sure that his, his children kids. get the assets and wife wants to make sure her children get what right. she has. Do you make That's, someone else the trustee to make sure that that happens? Or you, you, leave that you, you, you can. You can. As a trustee. Yeah. Yeah. Or, have, or have two have co-trustees so there's a check and balance right. on, on, on right. the spouse. That one is typically raised and identified in every estate planning meeting because you have two sets of different children. Right. But it's the husband and wife one that a lot of times the estate planner doesn't even address with, 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 with the client. And the couple right. never thinks of it on their own because they're just assuming... They're just listening, the, right. And they're just assuming everything's happy and rosy and they're not contemplating... Yeah, and they, and they don't even know the to ask. They the, don't know that and they don't yet. even know they ask the questions. Right. Is what it comes to. They, they don't even think of, of the issue. But the estate planner too. Question number two: Do you have all the powers of attorney you need? So we all typically know mom and dad need a power of attorney for each other, covering their later years. Actually, you know the funny thing is, is most most married couples believe they can make medical and financial decisions for for each other without having. So a they power don't even know they need the power. They don't. So they're in the hospital, one spouse is in the hospital. That spouse doesn't have authority to say, you know, I'm going to, I want her to have uh, this kind of surgery, or she's on a ventilator, I want to take it so off. That's, the, that, that's a specific power of attorney, uh, healthcare power of attorney, or a patient advocate in Michigan is what you have to have. Correct. If you don't have that, the hospital's not going to allow Even the spouse to make decisions. That's important to know. Yeah. That's very, very important. That, we'll take a break, when we come back, we'll go through the mechanics on that. Tax problems are major problems. Don't let the IRS levy your wages and seize your assets. There is a solution. Worth Ave Gross, our firm will solve your problem. If you're behind on your taxes and owe money to the IRS, call Fav Gross. 
We've been solving tax problems for 32 years. We stop wage levies, resolve unfiled returns, and obtain the best possible settlements. Call Favgross today, 888-235-HELP. I love you too. Bye-bye. That was Jerry. Emma just said her first word. Jerry says hello and they'll be over soon. Who's Jerry? Is he a friend of yours? No. This Jerry. Our Jerry. This is his wife and their little girl. You can't work. You have to deal with pain and stress. Worse yet, our system for applying for disability benefits seeks to deny you the benefits you're entitled. Jeff Kirshner is an expert in obtaining disability and workers' compensation benefits for his clients. You need to call Jeff before you apply or after you're denied to get the benefits you deserve. 888-235-HELP. 888-235-HELP. Criminal matters are serious. Your freedom, future, and wallet are on the line. Criminal defense attorney Scott Weinberg is a former prosecutor and renowned criminal lawyer. For over 30 years, he's the go-to defender in Michigan to protect your rights. Scott's advice, you have the right to remain silent. Use it if charged with a crime. Call Scott Weinberg today, 888-235-HELP, 888-235-HELP. And remember, stay silent. Is the debt piling up? Struggling to get by? It's all about preserving future income. Bankruptcy is one option. When it's right, it's the least costly, most effective way to save your home, eliminate a second mortgage, and wipe out credit card debt. But you need to address the problem now. We help people with bankruptcy. Call the experts. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. All right, so welcome back. So on the patient advocate, just you need to have that in place for medical decisions when the principal, the party who's in, hot, in the hospital, isn't capable of making their own decisions. If you have it, the hospital will honor it. If you don't have it, you can have all sorts of problems. Who decides if they're capable? We're just saying, does the hospital decide? Does the, does the patient advocate decide? The hospital, well, in the no. hospital setting, you've got a lot of doctors. The doctors available. will decide whether or not the person's competent to make their own medical decisions. And then that triggers the uh, durable, the patient advocate decision. I mean, the more often than not, with uh, when you have an elderly parent, the, the, they're unconscious at that point when, when those decisions are Correct. being made. You know, or they're on a ventilator and, you know, they can get, uh, uh, you know, that's yeah. about all you're going to get out of them. A lot of people have a fear about executing them and they don't because they don't want to release control of the decision over their health care, especially when it comes to, like, surgery or, or life support. And what they need to understand is that the authority you're giving to somebody else only comes up when you're not able to make your own decision. You get the decision by default. Yeah, I always explain it to time. people when we're drafting. I said, if you can still have a conversation, if you can't talk and can't write, but you can, you understand what's going on and you can blink once for yes and twice for no, you're still in control of your own medical situation. Correct. After that, if you're unconscious, if you're on morphine, that type of stuff, somebody else is going to be honoring or if you your have a wishes in your eye and you can't blink and you can't control your, your blinking ability. So the, so we've got two sets of powers we've talked about, husband and wife and we've talked about the healthcare powers, but there's a missing power of a set of powers of attorney that very few people think of taking care of. What's that one? Yeah, you This need, is your big example. I know. 
Did you this know? is your chance to get that A, Brian. I know. Did you know that you have no more authority once your child turns 18 to make a medical decision for them or to help them with their financial situation? There's nothing there. They're an, they're an adult. When they were a minor, you were allowed to make their medical decision. Simple example. You're only going to get an A if you limit the answer to less than another 30 seconds. Trying to get your kids' medical records after they turn 18. The right. doctor's office won't give them to you without right. either A, a release from the child, or B, a power of attorney. So what's the solution? Well, when my daughter turned 18, I said, happy birthday, dear. Here's your gift. Here's your cake. And by the way, sign here and sign here. <laughs> I had her sign a durable power of attorney for financial matters, and I had her sign a health care power of attorney for medical uh, uh, Can I ask medical one question? Issues. What hmm? was the gift? The pen to sign the, the document. It was the pen, absolutely. <laughs> Boy, you really have something to look forward to when you turn 18 in the small residence, don't you? <laughs> sign here. And here's... Here's your big pen. <laughs> yeah. Do they still have big pens? They do. Okay. Well, that's really important to know because I didn't know to do that. But my lawyer, you know, we're lawyers. How do you pick a lawyer? Though you pick a lawyer that another lawyer would pick. How do you pick a doctor? You go to where the doctors are choosing. I picked a lawyer, quite frankly, from Thab Gross, and I didn't know that. And they actually had me sign, though, had my daughter for and my son sign that when they turned 18. Yeah, it was did, great advice. Did a good, you did, Kevin did a good job. That's the important thing that you need to do in, in that situation. All right, let's go on to the next one. Question number three. Will you avoid having to probate your estate upon death? Well, you could. You might not. It, the important thing is that if it's in your estate, by definition, What's in your estate has to go to probate. The Why don't you want probate? Probate is, there are fees involved, it takes time, and it's public. Those are the principal reasons. Sometimes you do want probate for protection. Most of the time you don't. We do trusts because trusts do the same thing that probate does, but it's nobody else's business. It's not published. Your will, who's getting what and why, isn't subject to search in the public records for yeah, anybody to find out. It's the public thing that I think really would bother me. And it's I don't public, knowing anything public about time me. and expense. Right, right. And inconvenience. Yeah, but so. you know, I had, I had a client ask a question the other day, and the, the question was, yeah, but I'm not sure I trust that this is going to happen the way I want it to happen because there's my kids are, are not necessarily on the same page, they're a little estranged. What if, what, and I'm making my kid the trustee of my trust, how do I protect it so that I make sure that nobody says, hey, there isn't really money, there, there, so there, this trust exists. No, the documents are torn up and disappear. Is the client can, thinking can, they need a judge to oversee this or well, something? Well, no, in is this case, the client from? was thinking that they were leaving all their money to their grandchild and they weren't leaving any money to their son. And they wanted to make the son the, the trustee? The son was the trustee. Well, if I were, the son trust. might want to make the trust disappear. So where, does it, where, do, where can they put it so that it, it becomes followed? And well, can they... It, I mean, the there's several. Who the trustee is. It, yeah, you change the trustee to somebody, A, that you trust. If there's enough money, you can have a commercial fiduciary, commercial trustee. Most of the time, banks aren't going to do that unless this trust estate is worth at least a and, half a million and dollars. We, set, we, do, we tend to have a hesitation on that because banks charge an enormous they charge amount a fee. of fees. Can we still record uh, wills and trusts at the oh, probate you court? Well, you, you register them. Register yeah. them. You can register the trust with the court so that it's a, a public document and then it's there. You can also have what's called, used to be called, they just changed the law, a trust protector. The concept is still there. And a trust protector is a second individual 
that can do things uh, such as remove the trustee when they're not and acting in accordance with the trust and appoint a new trustee. So there are protections if that's a concern we that we can build in. All right, so we want exactly. uh, So we have the trust vehicle. So here's the next question. In order for the estate to pass outside of probate, <clears throat> the assets have to be either funded into the trust or they have to pass by operation of law outside of the estate. Operation of law example, husband and wife owns real estate as a tenancy by the entirety. That's the normal way they own it. Husband dies by operation of law, wife now owns the property. Correct. When wife dies, unless she's transferred the property into the trust or done a ladybird deed, if she hasn't done one of those two things, when she dies, the property is in her estate and would have to go through probate. So she has to make sure that that property is in the trust or there's a lady bird deed. Consider the, tr the, the trust like a big empty paper bag. When you go to the grocery store, when you buy your groceries, you fill up the paper bag and you take it home and you put the groceries away in the refrigerator in the cupboard. If you don't put the groceries in the paper bag, there's nothing to put in the cupboard. If you don't fill up the trust with the assets, there's nothing to distribute upon your death. There's a Halloween story that I have that goes with that that I'll have to tell you after the break. If you're retired and in a financial crisis, there is a way out. It pains me when I see a retired couple exhaust their savings by paying credit card bills and for a home hopelessly underwater. Favgro specializes in helping retired people in financial crisis. You just can't keep paying until you're broke. You need to address the problem now. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. You're all set to retire. You have your home paid off, money in the bank, and sound investments. But if you're not careful, all the things that you work so hard for can disappear. At Samasco Financial, we'll help you prevent that. We go beyond ordinary asset management. We'll safeguard everything that you have by creating a plan made specifically for you. How much can you afford to lose? Nothing. Protect the people that you love and the things that you have. Call Samasco Financial today. Time for announcements. I want to remind our listeners to watch us Sundays, 11 o'clock a.m. on TV 20. Also, sign up for our monthly contest. Free $100 Visa gift card, lawn reality hat, and copy of my book, Dump Your Debt. You just go to the website, pop your name on it, and you're signed up. It's a monthly contest. Every month we give us, we give away $100 gift card, copy of my book, free golf hat. We have seminars coming up on Wednesday, September 11, 2019, 6 to 7.30 p.m. The debt must fall. We're going to go through all the methods we have to preserve future income for you and your family to eliminate debt so you start saving for retirement. Scott Weinberg is also going to do a special segment on the right way to handle a traffic offense. Jeff Linden and I are going to talk about tax problems. Brian's going to talk about budget management. You want to sign up uh, at thavgross.com, lawnreality.com, or call 888-235-HELP. Also, attendees get a free copy of my book, Dump Your Debt. We have a seminar coming up on Wednesday, October 2nd, 2019, 6 to 7.30 p.m. This is a new seminar. It's called a Business Symposium Addressing Tax and Debt Issues. So we're going to focus on business debt and tax issues as opposed to just personal, tax pro personal debt and tax issues. We're going to go through the basics of running a successful business, how to avoid and solve tax and payroll issues, 
What if you fall into one of those crazy, what I call gangster loans that are being offered where you're paying enormous interest rates? How do you get out from under those loans? Attendees get a free report on tax issues and a copy of my book, Dump Your Debt. Sign up at thavgross.com, lawnreality.com, or call 888-235-HELP. We have a seminar on Wednesday, October 16th, 6 to 7.30 p.m. It's not about ghosts and goblins. It's about having an estate plan. We're going to go through the basics of estate planning components, how to avoid probate, how to handle probate if you're there, the three biggest mistakes in estate planning so you know how to avoid them. Attendees get a free $300 gold certificate off the cost of any estate plan. You want to sign up at thavgross.com, lawnreality.com, or call 888-235-HELP. Always remember, you can always come in to Thavgross for a free consultation. When you come in, you, just, you can go out of the website, click a request for a consult, or you can call 888-235-HELP, and we will then schedule your consult for you. You've got debt issues with Brian, tax issues with Jeff Linden and myself, estate planning issues with Brian or Jeff Linden, business issues with myself, elder law issues with Pat Samasco, disability issues with Jeff Kirshner, criminal law issues with Scott Weinberg. Just go to the website, request a free consult, and we're happy to have you in. Free consults are not meet and greets. We analyze the problem, figure out the solution, and then go from there. Also, go to the website for free reports. Brand new report, Resolving Tax Problems, The Real Solutions, written by myself, How to Save Your Home from Foreclosure, Business Formation, Loans and Grants for Small Businesses in Michigan, and The Retiree's Guide to Social Security from Pat Samasco. I want to thank our sponsors, Thav Gross, Samasco Law, Michigan Criminal Lawyers, Jeff Kirshner Law. Now back to our show. Tax problems are major problems. Don't let the IRS levy your wages and seize your assets. There is a solution. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. If you're behind on your taxes and owe money to the IRS, call Thav Gross. We've been solving tax problems for 32 years. We stop wage levies, resolve unfiled returns, and obtain the best possible settlements. Call Thav Gross today, 888-235-HELP. Criminal matters are serious. Your freedom, future, and wallet are on the line. Criminal defense attorney Scott Weinberg is a former prosecutor and renowned criminal lawyer. For over 30 years, he's the go-to defender in Michigan to protect your rights. Scott's advice, you have the right to remain silent. Use it if charged with a crime. Call Scott Weinberg today, 888-235-HELP, 888-235-HELP. And remember, stay silent. Carrying too much debt? Resolve your debt. Call Thav Gross. You don't need to be broke, and you don't need to hit rock bottom. If you have income and you're struggling with debt, dump it. Think about the next 10 or 20 years. If you do what the banks tell you, you'll have nothing to retire with. There is a solution. Don't waste your future. Call Fav Gross. We're experts at eliminating credit card debt. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. So back to the bag story in Halloween. You said you need to fund everything into the bag. But when I was a kid and I would trick or treat, I always, two years in a row, my mother had a paper Halloween bag. And being a little short little kid, I would drag it along the ground and it would get wet and the hole would develop in the bottom of the bag and all the candy would fall out. Poor and all kid. of a sudden, 
I would look and there would be no candy in my bag. Well, that's sad for you, but that has nothing sad. to do with trust. I think the analogy <laughs> is if you fund it into the bag, but then you let it come out of the bag before you die, it's still back in the estate and it's not in yeah, the trust. Yeah, there are people yes. that will... That I will, just, I thought about that. When that will put that their story. house into the trust and then some mortgage company, when they're trying to refinance, says we need to take it back out of the trust so that we can refinance you and then you forget to put it back. The key is, is you always have to make sure that your assets are in the trust, owned by the trust, or the beneficiary of the account is the trust if you are going to utilize your trust most effectively. Uh, the other exactly. point is, if you're born after 1960, you would have had a plastic Halloween bag and the problem wouldn't have, wouldn't have arisen. So it's really not, my problem is not a current problem for children to worry about because nobody has a paper bag. Unless it becomes, unless we ban paper bags like we're, or plastic bags like we're banning plastic straws. Question number four. If you needed to probate an asset, i.e. mom's house, did you take care of it? That's kind of related to question number three. Well, this happens all the, this time, happens all the where, time where people don't probate. I love it. Dad had the house. He died. He left it to mom. Mom. Now the kids, it, kids are living in it. Yeah, mom, kids mom, are living in it. Mom dies. Leaves the house to the kids, except nobody ever probated anything, and so the house is still in dad's name, and you've just got, what, 98 different probated How often do you see up. this all the time? Don't I you see all it. the time? It's 20 years later. It's 20 years later. The kids want to, um, they, they're no longer living in it. They're renting it. They're tired of renting it. They want to get rid of the house and they want to sell it. And usually what happens is, is they go, they get a buyer, they end up at closing, and then they get frozen. Why? Because the title company can't close because turns out the kids don't have title to the house to so sell it. What do you do? Now, because so much time has happened, uh, you have to go back and you have to open and probate dad's estate to get the house given Who to died mom's all estate. 20 years ago? You're right. And then you have to go back and probate mom's estate to get it to the kids. And then once that happens, then the kids have the legal authority to so sell the house. So you can accomplish it, but, but it's a mess because you have to give notice to all of these people. You've got to exactly. do a lot of research, time makes things more difficult. Can the probates be done contemporaneously so that you're probating dad's estate and mom's estate? You at can the same do time? them at the same time, but you have to file two different cases, which means you have to two sets of paperwork, two sets of filing fees, two notices sets of notices. Every time you have to go get a court order and file the filing fees for that, you're doing it twice. It's double the expense. So here's the point. The key point is if you're in that situation, you don't ignore the need to do the probate because you know that the real estate's ultimately going to be transferred out of the family or you're going to want to refinance it or you want to do something with it. So you address the problem then. Right. Waiting only makes it more expensive and more burdensome and more inconvenient. Exactly. All right, last one. Did you create an unnecessary tax liability for the surviving spouse? Quick facts because we're a little short on time. Last year of dad's life, they take $150,000 from his IRA to pay for his caregiver expenses. Dad now has a $50,000 tax liability as a result of withdrawing from the IRA. Mom receives $300,000 of life insurance on, death, on dad's death. It's time to do the tax return for the year dad died. 
if mom files, mom's accountant does a married filing joint return. Mom's accountant's getting sued for malpractice. Hmm. If that's her situation, mom now has a $50,000 tax liability. She still has her insurance money, the $300,000, but right. she's liable for that tax. Correct. If mom files married filing separate, she has no tax liability because the $150,000 IRA was dad's liability and there's no money in dad's estate. The $300,000 of insurance goes straight to mom. Big mistake. If mom makes that mistake, there's a remedy called innocent spouse. She needs to call Jeff or me or Brian to do an innocent spouse claim to get out from under the debt, but leaving it just status quo is a waste of $50,000. Have a great week. We'll be back next week with Law & Reality.